going to hear a lot about the provincial budget. Now, to talk more about what's expected, what they would like to see, Kevin Falcon joins us now, leader of the opposition for the BC Liberals. Thank you for joining us this morning. Well, thanks very much for having me, Sammy. Let me ask you first, what's the weather like where you are? Well, I, you know, I was out at 6.30 in the morning uh, heading through the downtown to the airport because my helijet flight was cancelled and it was snowing like crazy. So it's... Uh, it's very slow. Okay, good to know. Good to know. All right, let's talk about what's going on then in Victoria today. We've got the budget coming down. What What do you hope to hear? Well, I think what we'll hear is the same thing we've been hearing, which is a lot more announcements, a lot more spending. Uh, but what concerns me, and I think British Columbians really need to think about this, is it's not about how much we're spending. It's about what results we're getting. And whether it's housing, where we've got the most unaffordable housing in North America, or the highest rents in Canada, or whether it uh, has to do with healthcare, where we've got you know one in five that cannot access a family physician. We saw on the front page of the Vancouver Sun today, we've got some of the worst cancer wait times in the country. Uh, whether it's in public safety, where our streets, frankly, are far less safe after two terms of NDP government than they were before. And I just think that we are, we're going to really focus on outcomes. The outcomes are bad, and I want to see what they're going to do differently so we get different outcomes. So what do you think we need to make sure that happens? Like, how do you put in measurements to make sure we get those outcomes? Well, that's and that's part of the problem with this government is that they either won't release any of the data that allows us to see uh, just, you know, how bad things are getting uh, because they don't like the results and the numbers that they see. And what we would do is be very transparent about it. Uh, the Canadian Association of Journalists called this government the most secretive in Canada uh, because they refuse to release information. They try to muzzle doctors. Uh, they try to muzzle nurses so that nobody can talk about just how serious the challenges and problems are out there. And uh, one of the things we would change right away is, first of all, stop muzzling our frontline health workers. Make sure that the public knows just how dire the situation is. And then demonstrate how we're going to make some substantive changes, uh, embracing innovation, not just doing more of the same old thing, throwing more money in the same process to only continue to see worse results. We have to have the courage to to change and we'll do that. The Premier has said that we have uh, infrastructure deficits in a number of areas. Do you agree with that? Well, yes, of course we do. But the problem is, look at their infrastructure projects. They've got, because they are required doing these what I call community ripoff agreements that say that 85% of construction workers can't work on these, these uh, uh, publicly um, financed projects because they're calling them community benefit agreements, which means that you have to belong to certain unions to be allowed to bid. And what that, what that has meant is much higher prices than necessary. So the hospital in Cowichan, for example, has gone from $600 million to $1.4 billion in counting. They've got the you know, collections uh, part of the Royal BC Museum that was supposed to be $170 million is now over $300 million in counting. We've got the Patalo Bridge, a four-lane bridge being replaced by this NDP government that is being replaced with a four-lane bridge. Imagine that. 80 years later, they're building the same number of lanes and it's years behind schedule and, and hundreds of millions of dollars over budget. So I would argue that what we have to do is get smarter about how we build infrastructure, uh, like we did when I was there and built the Canada Line on schedule on budget, Sea to Sky Highway, Portman Bridge, Pitt River Bridge, etc. And I'm just I'm afraid that they just don't honestly know what they're doing. Where would you focus the spending then? Well, I would focus it on mental health and addictions. I, I think that that's where we have to do a big shift in direction because right now government is completely focused on publicly supplied addictive drugs and decriminalizing hard drugs like heroin, cocaine, methamphetamine, 
et cetera. And without proper guardrails, that is not going to end well. We've already seen the streets spiraling out of control. What I would do is focus on treatment and recovery. I would make it free because I don't want cost to be a barrier to people getting healthy. And I would entirely focus on trying to help people get healthy and get better. I think that's what government ought to be doing. Okay, so today then, what will you be looking for in particular? Well, I'll be, you know, looking to see, you know, what new spending plans they have. Uh, You know, the the good news is they have picked up on our mental health and addiction plan. And two weeks prior to the budget, they they apparently uh, just plowed a billion dollars through Treasury Board and stuffed it into the budget. I've never seen that happen. I've been a finance minister, uh, and it makes me a bit nervous, to be honest with you, because I'm concerned about the fact that they're more focused on announcements as opposed to rolling up their sleeves and doing the hard work of governing. In other words, laying down, okay, how are we going to spend these dollars? How are we going to measure results? Who are we going to hold accountable? All the kind of things that folks listening in your audience right now going to work or what have you um, are held accountable for every day. Uh, Thank you so much for your time on that this morning. No problem. Thanks for having me, Cindy. Appreciate that. That's Kevin Falcon, leader of the opposition for the BC Liberals, talking about what he hopes to hear and what he does not want to hear today with the uh, budget coming down in Victoria. And of course, we'll have complete coverage of that for you. Uh, We'll start to get the details of that early this afternoon, probably about one o'clock or so is when they'll start to filter out. So keep it tuned in right here. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.